0: is wealth and we're sure you've probably heard that before because it doesn't matter how much money you make if you're not healthy you're not going to be able to enjoy it that's right so with a little nudge and the right direction here are some underrated ways to help you improve your health there's a lot of different ways you guys that you can improve your health and they're quick easy things that sometimes I think we over we have oversight on we don't think about like they're not something that we think of when we think of health or wellness or exercise or fitness Fill in the blank, I think there's a lot of things that sometimes we just we don't even think about.
1: Yeah, let me start with this. And I, I think I completely forgot to tell Katie when we were brainstorming for this for this episode that I recently got an Apple Watch. Oh and my I know. And before this, though, maybe the last three or four years, you know, they've been super popular over the years. And I was so against getting an Apple Watch because I didn't want to constantly be- feel like, you know, my texts and calls were coming into my phone. But this time around, I decided to be very open-minded about even getting an Apple Watch because I wanted to see how many calories I was burning. I was making sure to get my steps in. I've been more, like, health conscious and more on, like, the healthy side of things, uh, like, physical things of the health side
0: because of the watch. And so I'm really like two weeks in and I'm loving it. And she's loving it. And I think, too, because it focuses so much on the steps that you're getting, you can do a lot of really fun challenges with friends and things like that. which Which makes it fun. So it's not just, you know, a device for receiving texts and pictures and, you know, updates and stuff like that. I feel like it really is so much more. And that's coming from Janie having one. I don't have one. Because I've also been on the fence of, like, I don't need that other thing. And also, I've shared with you guys before, I kind of have this, like, obsessive – Personality type, and I don't want to become so obsessive about how many steps I'm getting in and the movement side of things that I'm really tracking my calories. an extreme which I have a tendency towards so that's
1: how I felt I was going to be I was like I'm gonna make sure to get my steps in because of this watch or it's gonna make make me like super obsessive and that's why I've always been on the fence about it but no I absolutely love it it like tracks my sleep I had no idea how many calories I was burning when I was doing my workouts like no idea at least now I get an idea I'm making sure to eat more because I'm burning so much more and so I'm like okay these are my fitness goals and this is how the watch is gonna help me but also I haven't been obsessive about it, but it just depends on who you are and maybe trying it for a couple of days. And if it does become obsessive or, you know, you just really dislike it, then either return it, you know, because you can. I, I actually bought one like three or four years ago and like the first week I was like, nope, cannot do this. Yeah. Returned it. And now I'm giving it another whirl.
0: Well, another thing that you can do, and this is something that's completely like on a different spectrum, it has more to do with mindset and like mental health is having a pet, you guys, a pet of any kind. That's so huge. We have a dog. Her name's Brandy. She's a chocolate lab, but having a pet can help you to stay active. Obviously, if you're taking your pet on walks and things like that, um, it helps fight depression. Who has ever heard the saying too? like dog is a man's best friend like they really really are and some people feel like that about their cats or whatever fill in the blank animal you have Um, animals can be so so good for your mental health.
1: Yeah, I had a babysit or dog sit, I guess, a dog for three days a couple weekends ago. And I swear I've never been outdoors or exercised more in my life than when I dog sat this dog for three days. Right, Yeah,
0: because you're just taking it for a walk, you're throwing it at the ball, you're playing with it. Things that you wouldn't even think would get you up and active. But it helps so much with the mindset, too.
1: Yeah, and then you feel like you're not alone, you know, because I live by myself, and so I felt like I wasn't alone that weekend. I had somebody to go to the park with, somebody mm-hmm. to go jogging with, and just didn't feel
0: alone. So it helps with
1: loneliness, too, if you ever feel that way.
0: Another thing that you can do, too, that is also outdoors, you're going to notice there's a lot of outdoors things, you know, that we're going to be sharing today because vitamin D is so good for the soul, not just for you physically. Obviously, there's a there's such thing as being vitamin D deficient, which some people that live in northern states or even different countries that are farther up north or stay cold or rain a lot or are more gloomy and dreary, they get vitamin D deficient and they experience bouts of seasonal depression and things like that. So um, another thing you can do is start a garden. It actually, obviously you're outdoors, so vitamin D, but it lowers the risk of dementia too, which I thought was really cool.
1: Yeah, that is really cool. Just get outdoors more, go to the beach. Mm -hmm. I know that going to the beach, you can get your walk in, you can get your steps in, you can not only enjoy the outdoors, but just the weather
0: the, the yeah the the waves oh yeah just the sound of the ocean the feel the vibe that you get when you're there it's just a feel good vibe and it's it's all of those things that really truly help so much with mental health
1: You can even go out there and meditate, and that is something that's underrated to improve your health. I know I used to dislike meditating and never really tried it, but once I started giving it a whirl and starting at, like, five minutes, you can pull up free YouTube videos on how to meditate, and they'll walk you through I actually like to go after my workout. I actually go like to go sit by the water, and and Mm -hmm. if you're close to the beach, you know, drive to the beach and sit out there and meditate for a couple minutes. And
0: yeah, there's a lot of apps you can use too. I use one that's called Mindfulness, and I really like that because again, it has so many different ones. It has you can search by like what type of meditation you're looking for, and you can search by time, um, which helps for people that are like me that have that squirrel syndrome that really have a hard time kind of focusing on nothing and just like clearing the mind it can help you because it's completely guided so those are great too yeah and speaking about the
1: beach barefoot walking barefoot is my favorite thing to do I know I was telling Katie just maybe a couple weeks ago that I was like am I weird I just love being barefoot outside indoors but more than anything outside I think it's like feeling the ground feeling
0: the earth beneath your feet yeah it really is it I if you guys have never heard of it before it's it It grounds you. That's, I mean, that's why it's called the ground. But when your feet are bare, it's called grounding yourself. And a lot of times when people travel, they say one of the best things that you can do when you get – off of an airplane or an airport or whatever the first thing you can do when you can get to a place where you can do it is take your shoes off and fill the earth beneath your feet and it helps you with um, those feelings of jet lag and those feelings of you know pure exhaustion from traveling and whatever the case may be it helps to ground you I'm
1: really going to do that next time like as soon as I can take my shoes off just go barefoot especially because I travel to Mexico a lot and I wouldn't be looked at like oh this girl's weird no you're
0: just going to the beach so yeah so off. just
1: take my shoes off and like most of the places down there is like rock or sand or dirt or cement but it's like there's no, you know, stickers or grass or anything that you're going to like, you know, hurt yourself with.
0: Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of things that you can do. Even just going for a walk, taking your kids for a walk after dinner or taking your dog for a walk. Those types of things are so so good and I think we we tend to overlook those things because we don't see them as something that would really be a way to improve your health, but all of those little things you guys If you've never read The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, it's the compound effect of all of these little things that you think are no big deal that really add up over time. They really, really do. Even getting rid of sugar and cutting out processed foods from your diet, eating more whole foods and cutting out those refined carbs... All of those things may seem like such a small thing, but until you kick sodas and cut out some of the processed stuff, like you'll never really truly know how good you can feel and how much natural energy you have. So many of the things that we're putting into our bodies zap our energy and they really you know, kind of take away from what our natural energy would be like if we were fueling our body and staying hydrated and, and fueling our body with good foods, good whole foods that actually make us feel good like fruits and veggies and things like that.
1: Yeah, another really cool thing that I've been doing lately is I've been having to be behind a desk and either answering phone calls or working from home or even studying and a lot of times I can't seem to focus So what I've been doing is setting an alarm on my phone where it reminds me that every hour on the hour, doesn't matter what I'm doing or who I'm with, I'm stretching and I'm going out for a walk outdoors. I make sure it's outdoors, outside my house, so I can really get to focus, stretch, and come back and get back into the groove of things, especially when I'm studying. It's just hard to just sit there for eight hours a day and read or listen to an audiobook and not walk or stretch every hour. So I've been doing that. It's a really good, uh, helpful
0: tip that's helped me uh, improve my focus and my health. Well, and back when I used to work my corporate job – I would take breaks throughout the day, and our boss, like, approved for us to take this afternoon walk. We talked to him. We were, like, you know, around this time of day, every day, we start to get kind of tired, like, we're going for a snack or coffee, an extra cup of coffee, trying to just, like, stay awake, and I would get to work pretty early, so... You know, by 3 p.m. It was like you hit that 3 p.m. slump. He was like, yeah, it's fine. Go take 15 minutes, 20 minutes. And we would get up and we would walk the parking lot at work. A friend of mine, Amber and I, we would get up and we would go and we would walk the parking lot just to get up and move your body because it does. It helps with mental clarity. It helps with focus. It gives you that burst of energy. Unlike the cup of coffee, you guys, I used to drink like six to eight cups of coffee a day. It was like excessive. But it was because I was so exhausted. I was trying to boost my energy through these external things when all along all I really needed was more movement because sitting behind a desk all day for those of you that do it I can feel you because I used to as well um it can really just kind of like drain you and zap you of all your energy
1: yeah that's a really good tip also removing negative people or even people that cause stress in your life from your life I know I know a lot of times it might be a close friend or you know even a family, family member, member and we and we have no idea that they're even doing it sometimes it takes somebody else telling you like hey this person's being very negative in your life for you to realize or open your eyes see that hey they really are being negative and that you have to step away from them you know it might not have to be like a long-term thing it might just be a short-term thing maybe they're going through something that's causing them to be negative but that's also coming back on you and how you feel and you're stressed and it's how you're going to reflect in your everyday life and so a really good way to improve your health is sadly either removing or keeping some space between these negative or toxic people in your life.
0: Well, and you have to think about it this way, too. You know, energy is energy, and I believe in this. You know, you are the energy a lot of times that you attract, but also sometimes the energy that you keep around mm-hmm. rubs off on you, and you're the most likely the top five people in your life. So if you're spending time around people that are just totally energy vampires, and I know we've touched on this before – it's going to zap that from you. And you're going to notice that you're more negative, you're more gossipy, um, you're more cliquish, you are, you know, feeling down in the dumps and just kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like the energy is gone. You're not feeling like yourself. You start to act and talk like them. Exactly. Without even noticing. Without that. even realizing that, you know, that's the case. So removing negative people from your life for sure. You have to protect your energy. You have to protect your space. And honestly, it also opens up room for new people into yeah. your life when you start to remove some of the people that are you know, sucking the energy right out of you.
1: That's so true. You know, I've never really realized that, that when you, you know, back away or give some people some space, it makes room for new people, new relationships, new friendships. And it's so true. And sometimes it's a lot better, more positivity, people that are just like you, you know, and like to do or enjoy things things that you do, like going outdoors, maybe going to the gym, eating healthier. Yeah, you're 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 really right about that.
0: I think another thing that can improve your health too along the lines of what we're talking about cutting out, you know, those negative people from your life is setting those boundaries. Because there's nothing worse than not having clear cut boundaries for the people in your life, but I think It's just like with anything else. And this is coming from, you know, I was bullied quite a bit growing up, um, especially in my teenage years. And I look back on that time and it wasn't until I set clear boundaries that it really stopped. But that took me putting my foot down. And ever since then, I feel like I'm really quick to put my foot down. I have absolutely no problem being very clear cut about what I'm willing to accept in my life, what I'm not willing to accept in my life. And people tend to treat you accordingly. So based upon your boundaries, um, you know, is going to be how how people tend to treat you. So a lot of times even just setting those clear-cut boundaries can help a relationship if it does have an opportunity to continue to prosper and grow in a positive direction. So I think that's important to know too, for sure. Yeah, I really do believe in
1: that because when I started recently, a little bit over a month ago, not drinking any alcohol, you know, I've had a lot of people that at first were were kind of a little taken back from it. You know, some friends will be taken back from it. Some friends will try to join you in your challenge of not drinking alcohol and will say, hey, I'm not, you're not drinking. I don't want to drink either. And so it's just really surrounding yourself with people that are like-minded that are going to help you achieve your goals, whether they be, you know, health, health goals or, or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve in life. It's just really surrounding yourself with people that are just like you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And people that also, regardless of, I feel like Janie and I are so different, but we also come together in such a profound way. And I think it's because we've always respected each other's boundaries very much so that although we're so different, and I don't cut alcohol out completely, but I respect that she does. And typically when I'm around her, I just won't drink. And I have a lot of friends that. Are completely alcohol free, and again, when I'm around them, I find that I actually drink less, or I don't typically drink around them because I do respect their boundaries. So, I think that's super important too. Another thing is cutting out electronic time, and I know that that can be hard in today's day and age because obviously, you know, TVs, Netflix, Disney Plus, smartphones, Hulu, tablets, so Hulu. Much laptops a lot of people work in front of a computer but I think because we are in front of you know technology a lot of times for our day-to-day jobs every day that it's super important in our off time to kind of not cut it out completely but limit the time that we are on our devices because that screen time can really mess with your sleep schedule it can really mess with your mindset if you're scrolling social media all the time a lot of people end up in the comparison game of comparing their life to other people's life and other people's highlight reels. Plus, it really does just affect your ability to get a good night's rest and to be able to kind of shut your mind off in the evening, especially if you're scrolling or watching TV or you know on a device right before bedtime.
1: I've started trying to at least one to two hours before bedtime, so if my bedtime is 9.30 or 10, at least one to two hours before I try to stay off my phone and I've, no, I've noticed that, you know, my mom has a hard time sleeping through the night. And I told her it's because you're on your phone right before you go to bed. So it's all this screen light, you know, affecting your eyes. I told her, try one to two hours. And recently, the last three to four weeks, she's been applying this where she does not touch her phone right before bed or at least an yeah. hour before bed. And she's actually have has had really good results with it. She Absolutely. can sleep, sleep through instead of trying to take, you know, like a sleeping pill or... Or whatever right, to, or you know. needing
0: that, like, and we're going to talk about this in just a second, you know, that little nap in the middle of the day. Some oh, people yeah. just honestly feel like they need it, but... Something else that I do, and I've shared this before, is I put my phone, I plug my phone in my bathroom, and that's an easy way, you guys, for me to shut off that screen time before bed. I plug it in in there. It also helps me to get up in the morning because I have to actually get out of bed to shut my alarm off because my alarm is set to my phone, so it's kind of like a double you know, duo right there. It really helps not only me to get off my phone at nighttime and plug my phone in and set the alarm in the bathroom but also it helps me to get up in the morning too so that's been super helpful is just having that plugged in in a separate room and it causes me to do other things at night like I love to read so I'll read before bed and reading before bed has proven to help people sleep a lot of people will notice even if they're reading before bed it makes you feel sleepy. Like you start to feel drowsy. It's a really good calming way to kind of start to like shut things down at night before bedtime.
1: That's funny because if I ever am having a hard time sleeping, I will open up a book, which I'd like to keep right next to my bed. And that's a really easy tip to Just keep a book right next to your to your bed. But if I'm ever like on the fence about sleeping or having a hard time sleeping or falling asleep, I will literally open a book, start reading, and I fall asleep like like clockwork.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think another thing that we can do too, obviously we've talked about getting up, walking, moving. Exercise is a big one too, you guys. Exercise is proven to help reduce depression, feelings of anxiety, feelings of overwhelm, stress. It is the cheapest form of stress relief ever. I always say that my my workouts are really like my therapy. And as much as they've helped me physically physically, They have helped me and continue to help me more than ever mentally. So I think that's important to know too and to not be afraid of trying different forms of exercise. I remember when I first started having this thought of, oh, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to get bulky. That's such a common misconception. I mean, unless you're eating an abundance of calories to support, you know, that muscle gain, that's not going to happen. And, you know, obviously lifting weights, you're going to lift what works for you. I know some people that lift super heavy. I have some friends, Janie's good friend Jensen, Mm -hmm. lifts like a boss. My friend Christy lifts like a boss. And they look amazing. they don't look bulky they just have these incredible physiques so you you have to just kind of step outside your comfort zone and know that like whether it be yoga or pilates or cardio or weightlifting or maybe you like crossfit styles of workouts or your thing is using a bike like no matter what the case may be just try something new and kind of step outside your comfort zone a little bit and just move your body any kind of movement is good i'm constantly telling the women inside of my wellness community, you know, anything is always better than nothing. Don't stress yourself out. Like if you're struggling and you're having a hard time, just know that five or ten minutes is always better than nothing, and it helps you to kind of stay in those habits too. When you're you're moving more regularly, so yeah, change it up and make it fun. Whatever is fun, if it takes
1: going for a swim, or if it takes you know partnering up with your with your friends, or you know joining a challenge like Katie mentioned earlier, do whatever yeah. is fun for you. Um, I know that recently, well, when I first started, I only loved cardio because that's all I knew. So I would do these insanity workouts, and it was all cardio. Absolutely loved it. I got super toned and then started I was really afraid of weights Not for the bulking aspect but because I didn't want to get hurt or lift heavy and You didn't
0: really know how to use them. and I didn't so know what I was doing a trainer was definitely huge Yeah, so then I started these at-home
1: workouts where I could work out from home and Start lifting, you know five or eight pounds and then you know eventually grow into 15 20 or heavier But at first, I loved cardio, started incorporating weights, and did that for like five years with the at-home programs. Recently, with the pandemic and having to stay home and working from home, I like to now go to the gym. But same thing, I have someone who's like training me, someone's telling me exactly what to do, what to eat, because I want to get to, you know, different goals now in my life. But I'm not afraid to, like, lift heavy when someone's telling me exactly what to do and how to do it the right way without getting hurt.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that so much. And another thing, too, to prevent you from getting hurt, there's a lot of things you can do. Making sure that you're foam rolling. You guys, this is huge. Like, this is, like, a deep stretch for your muscles, and you can buy a cheap foam roller pretty much any sporting goods store. Getting massages regularly, stretching, doing stretches in the morning and in the evening, like, There are a lot of things that you can do to help prevent injuries when it comes to exercise and also just help you to get a better night's rest. These things help you to sleep better at night too. Stretching before bed is a proven way to help you to get more peaceful rest at night.
1: Yeah, we even like to say that the most important part about exercising is really more your warm-up and your cool-down more than the actual exercise itself.
0: Don't skip the warm-up. Don't skip the cool-down. Nope. Absolutely not. And some other things that you can do is just regular self-care things. And I know that self-care looks so different for everyone. For some people, it's meal prepping, right? Having their foods ready for the week, that is like loving themselves because it's reducing their stress. Other people love to go get massages or take a nice, hot, calming bath. You know, listen to some calming music. There are so many different things that you can do for self-care but make self-care a priority because self-care is super important for your health and it doesn't have to be anything super expensive. It doesn't have to be anything off the wall. Whatever it is that makes you feel good. Maybe it's reading a book. Maybe it's just having that quiet time. Maybe it's meditating. Um, there's are so many different things. Is there anything else you can think of when it comes to self-care that you like to do? You know, the Epsom salts, because my body Epsom is always gas. sore. Oh, sore. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So make sure you're eating your fruits and veggies, you're staying hydrated. Another thing is eliminating all those liquid calories you're getting in. How many, you know, drinks are you drinking a day that are packed with calories? You know, we don't even think about it. We don't realize it, but if it's not water more than likely it has some type of calorie involved in it. All those sweet coffees and, you know, those frappuccinos and even pre-workout and, you know, post-workout drinks, things like that do have calories in them. So just being mindful of the calories that you're taking in. I think sodas is a big one. A lot of times people don't even realize how many calories they're taking in when they're drinking a soda that has almost 200 calories in it. And they drink multiple sodas a day. You know, a lot of times people are drinking all of their calories for the day without even realizing it. And that does a lot of harm to your body too because a lot of those things are not good for you or they're packed with sugar or they're, you know, you think because they have caffeine in them, you're going to get this big energy kick. And it's actually quite the opposite. A lot of times people become so dependent on the caffeine and those added sugars and calories that when you go to try to quit it, you notice you have these like, hangovers almost like you have these extreme headaches and you just feel really <laughs> sick when you start to cut those things out and anybody that's ever tried to cut out sodas or, or coffees and things like that you know that it can be a painful process
1: it's definitely hard but let's talk about these kitchen gadgets like the crock pot the insta pot the oh air gosh. fryers like these things are all super popular not only are they, they popular but they make your life so much easier and they're super yes. like. Ways like easy ways to make food healthier, or maybe even uh, in like the foods More that enjoyable, you yeah for the foods sure. that you're already eating, just swapping little ingredients or um, things from the recipe that'll make it make them healthy. I know oh, Katie. Yeah. Uh, maybe I think it's been three or four years, but Katie gave me this really awesome that I would have never thought to even use or buy. One, because they're really expensive, but she gives me really good, ex- expensive birthday gifts, but they're useful more than anything. But it was like a Ninja three-in-one crock pot. Yep. But it's like a game changer. You can do everything in there, especially because I move around a lot. So I actually take my crock pot. It's the one electronic that I will take from apartment to apartment or home to home to apartment whenever I'm traveling wherever
0: she's living at the time yeah or
1: if I'm at my aunts or if I'm at my mom's like it's the one thing that's always in the front seat with me is my ninja because it's just easy I can make soups I can make different like recipes that I never would even you wouldn't even be able to do these on like oh, yeah. a regular stove when it
0: has like a cooktop on it and yes. then it has a crock pot so first of all let's talk about easy ways to improve your health you're using one pot So, it's less cleanup, it's less time and energy on your part. And when you're using a a crock pot or an air fryer or an Instapot, like those things basically do all of the leg work for you. You're not having to sit there and like stand and saute things. Like it's basically cooking everything for you. And I think it's not necessarily about working harder to improve your health, but it's working smarter and and utilizing these things that are actually going to work for you like even the microwave like there's so many things you can even do in the microwave like I cook sweet potatoes in the microwave all the time and that's a healthy option and it allows me to still get in the things that I love but it takes like way less than like half the time as it would take to bake the potato in the oven
1: yeah and even in the crock pot they have these like bags these plastics clear see-through bags that you literally put over your crock pot and then when you're done you know if you let's let's say you make a chicken tortilla soup when you're done you just take that bag out and toss it and voila it's no clean up.
0: then there's no cleanup so it's absolutely amazing It's magical it is totally magical so just making sure you guys that you're really just taking the time to do some easy things and we're not going to sit here and tell you do every single thing that we just listed because obviously we know that's not realistic. It's just not the, the best way to overwhelm yourself in trying to create healthier habits is by trying to think it has to be all or nothing. This is not one of those things where you have to do every single thing. It's about incorporating healthier swaps, healthier things into your life. Healthy swaps don't always have to mean that you can't enjoy the foods that you love and the things that you love. It means that you're looking for healthier ways to still enjoy those things that you love while also being conscientious of the things that are going to actually work well for your body and for your mind and things like that. So if you ever need any healthy swaps, I am the queen of that. Message me anytime. I can send you over all my healthy swaps, but we're going to challenge you guys today. Pick up a a couple of these things, two or three of these things that you want to incorporate into your life and start today. There's no time like the present. Start today. And as you get really good at these things, compound these habits, you guys, add a couple of things to it. And then when you get good at those things, add a couple more things to it. And I promise you, your life will change before your eyes.